pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 335. Today I'm going to chat with Dustin Sanchez from Real Avid, discuss a leak on ATF drafting a new rule to ban private transfers, highlight the new Henry Supreme, and talk about a suspected spy released after being detained for eight months. I'm your host, Ava Flanell. Dustin, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I think I'm doing pretty well. I'll admit I've recorded so many podcasts this week in order to get ready for a like a quick little vacation that I'm going to take, which by the way, like by the time this comes out, I will probably be back from my vacation. But I will say, I mean, it's just like talk about like the hustle and bustle, you know, being self-employed and making sure things are, you know, you have your decks in the row before you could take off a few days. It's it's not as easy as people think. <laughs> it's not, especially trying to do everything the week after SHOT Show. That's I know. Crazy. I know. That's also what I was thinking. Yeah, I was literally just talking to my sister this morning and she was like, I don't even know how you're going on another trip. And I'm like, yeah, well, it just kind of worked out that way. But before we start talking about Real Avid and everything that you do in this industry, I'm going to talk about BSF Barrels real quick. They make some really awesome barrels. I actually stopped by the booth Black Collar Arms. Uh, this was their first time like having a booth at SHOT Show, and they use BSF barrels on quite a few of their bolt action guns, and it just looks so sexy. But in addition to that, it works really well. There's lots of people that are realizing how well BSF barrels you know, operate. It's a tension-sleeved carbon fiber, and they roll it uh, with the barrel and it gives you half the weight. It gives you more accuracy because the barrel is able to cool down faster. I mean, it just has lots of benefits. So if you guys are looking to take your gun to the next level and shoot better with more accuracy, definitely check out bsfbarrels.com. Don't forget to use the code ELITE15, that's E-L-I-T-E-1-5, and that's going to get you 15% off your entire order. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. Dustin, before we start talking about Real Avid, which you are, are you director of marketing at Real Avid? No, I am the marketing manager here at Real Avid. Okay. Well, marketing, marketing manager and product manager. Okay. So before yes. we start talking about everything that you do there, Give me a rundown as to like how you got in this industry. Um, yeah. So naturally, I grew up in Texas. So naturally, like firearms, you know, we, we like to laugh and say when we're born in Texas, we're born with a firearm. But I just been in fire, you know, around firearms my entire life. And then um, I met a guy by the name of Nathan Payne, and uh, his brother actually is Tyler Payne. She's for the Army Marching Ship Unit. And um, his dad in Minnesota was kind of considered the godfather of three guns. And uh, his name's Brian Payne, and he just invited me and, and uh, Nathan to go shoot a match with him. And uh, we trained for like two weeks when I shot the match, and I instantly fell in love with three gun. And 
you know, from there, I just continued to shoot, tried to shoot as many majors as I thought, as many locals. And I ended up meeting a guy by the name of um, John Gangle, who I had no idea was actually John Paul of um, JP Rifles. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Brian ended up starting working there and then they needed somebody else to build some rifles. And I quit everything I was doing and it's like, I'm going to JP to build rifles and had no idea what I was doing. Like, as far as like what I was going to do with my career or anything like that. And I jumped in there and uh, started building rifles for JP. And then I started playing around a little bit with their social media with another guy by the name of uh, James Leffler. And really from there, I got moved into marketing and uh, I've just been on a roller coaster of a ride since then. And I mean, roller coaster as in everything's been fun, right? Yeah. Like, and it's the, the downs are where I'm like, I've made a, a small mistake and I have to learn from it. Yeah. But then we're climbing right back up there. So that's really where, how it's been going. I've uh, been doing this for uh, about 12 years now. Um, been in the industry for almost eight. So it's been, I, I love it. It's uh, a dream come true. Yeah, absolutely. I'm laughing because you're like roller coaster. And I'm like, yeah, not like a downward spiral. You know, it's been, yeah, you know, it's yeah. just been like, I mean, ups and downs, of course, but it has been, I mean, this is a fun industry to work in. And I always say every day, like even now, you know, I'm like busting my butt trying to get everything done before I go away for a few days. And I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, like this is so much better than working in a cubicle, working for someone else. And like, just, I get to do stuff that I love every day. And so I'm never taking that for granted. So. Oh yeah. I mean, my, on my worst day, my, I can take a break, just shut my computer down and, uh, either grab my rifle or my pistol and do dry fire in my office. Right. I don't know a whole lot of people that can say the same. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> working on wall street and you're like, all right, stocks are down. Let's just pull out our gun yeah. and do some dry fires. <laughs> I think I think everybody would be a lot happier if they could get some dry fire. Uh, I know, right? Um, so how long have you been with Real Avid? You know, I did my um I started doing a little bit of stuff with Real Avid in twenty fourteen. Um they were still kind of a new company at that time. Mm -hmm. But they started kind of working with me, giving me, you know, a little kind of a, a little sponsorship level uh with them in twenty fourteen. And uh, from there, my relationship just grew. And as I grew within the industry over at JP Rifles, uh, Real Avid would reach out to me and ask me if I could help them, you know, with like a new design of a tool or if I could do some testing for them or if I could even help them use the proper language and some of their body copy and stuff like that for their packaging of their products. And, uh, you know, just this great relationship bloomed. And then in 2020, in the middle of COVID, I decided, I was like, yeah. I think it's time for me to leave JP uh, for no other reason than I was just like, I think it's time to go. Mm -hmm. And um, I put in a one month notice at JP on a Friday. And on Monday, Real Avid offered me a full time job to start a month later here with them. So, uh, yeah, so full time since 2020, August of 2020, to be nice. exact. Tell me a little bit about the history of Real Avid. Yeah, so Real Avid was founded and kind of created in 2008. Um, and the first tool they made was the Gunk tool. We, it's actually still part of our product line, still have it. Um, they launched that. It was a multi-tool that would kind of, it was really based more around hunters. Mm -hmm. But it would work, you know, if you had a pistol or, you know, a, a bolt gun. I wasn't really too strong for the AR community at that time with that with that tool. And then in 2012, they won the Golden Bullet by 
NRH for that same tool. And really at that point, they had already built out kind of a, you know, they had probably maybe 20 tools by the time they got from 2008 to 2012. And when they won that golden bullet, the company really kind of exploded onto the scene in a different way, you know, than they had been before that and just continuously been growing and the company's growing. And, you know, what they did was they actually hired a guy who had been with Target uh, like target stores and superstores, mm-hmm. he'd been with them and he came in and started changing the way Real Avid had been merchandising and doing their packaging. Mm-hmm. And that's really when Real Avid took off within the retail space. Then they just kept hiring people that loved firearms or loved cars and would take the kind of everything they know about cars and they brought them into the firearm space. And um, that's really where that creativity and how some of the real added tools are so different than you than our competitors' tools comes from. It's really this: we got guys that love cars, and they meet with guys that love guns, and we meet in the middle, and we fight over why some ideas not going to work, and then we all agree at the end, like, "Oh, this is actually a great product. Why did we fight over this?" Yeah. And I think it's because we're not stuck in the box, right? We're we're on the outside of the box, looking in and trying to think outside of what we can really do to make the end user job easier at the end of the day so they can spend more time at the range and not at home, you know, building, modifying, or even cleaning their firearms. Mm -hmm. You mentioned packaging, which is really interesting to me because I've only realized in the last like couple of years how significant packaging is for a product. And I've noticed that a lot of companies like big box stores, they will pick up a company based on their packaging, but not necessarily based on how well that product works which in your guys' case, it's beneficial because you and the end user, because your products are good, thankfully. But I will say there's a lot of companies out there that you're just like, well, you know, uh, Shields, you know, they sell this product and it's in this big box store. And like, so it must be a really good product, but it's not always the case. A lot of companies just get picked up because of their packaging, which is kind of weird. And I thought that I would share that with listeners because I just think it's kind of interesting. But It's uh, very interesting. Yeah. not to cut you off, but it, it's 100% true, right? Yeah. Um, I still talk to, you know, I, I've got a lot of friends within, you know, that work at different companies and they'll be like, what do we got to do to get into this this box store? And I'm like, change your packaging. Mm-hmm. Like if your packaging lives on the bottom shelf or if your packaging doesn't tell a story because you, you know, you only want to put, let's say, 25 cents into your packaging instead of a dollar, then you're not going to get picked up by any box store because the box store needs the packaging to sell. Because they don't always have, because of turnaround, they don't always have the employees that understand all the product and can actually talk about product. So it's the responsibility of the, you know, of every business to sell their own product at a big box store like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take a quick break. Talk about Gators iPro. Do you have any experience with gators by chance? I do. Yeah. I've got uh, like four pairs of gators. I love oh, them. Oh, look great. at you. Aren't you look kind of bougie? I am bougie. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Like, I think that they make the best glasses out there. One thing that I will say that people may not realize is like all of the lenses, they're safety rated. So they're good for shooting, but they also look great, you know, off the range as well. They also have the mil-spec ballistic lenses, and I don't know if you knew this, but they're rated to take a hit from a 15 caliber projectile at 700 feet per second without cracking. 
Like I actually have I've contemplated a few times like, hmm, it would be kind of a cool YouTube video <laughs> if I took like even a BB gun or something and like sort of mimicked, you know, like a ricochet and shot yeah. the glasses just to see like how well it would hold up because that's pretty impressive. And, you know, I mean, we only have this one set of eyes. You want to make sure that they're protected just like you're hearing. And so it's like you really do want to be, you know, you want to be picky as to like what you're wearing for safety, especially when you're on the range, especially if you're shooting stuff like me. I still I shoot steel targets all day long and steel targets. I mean, you know, if you're if they if they're set up properly, it'll be fine. But like every now and then you might, you know, experience a ricochet. And I would hate to think that someone's going to, you know, yeah, get hit in the eye because of that. Wow. Well, if you look at competition, though, though all the targets should be set up properly. They're mainly set up for the person that's shooting. So exactly. A bunch of people watching and getting ready to reset. Uh, they're not always in the best spot. Mm-hmm. And they're going to catch ricochet. And that's why that hearing protect or the eye protection is so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I was at an event. I'm not going to say what event, but uh, it was Stern Defense and they were just getting rained on with ricochets. Their entire table was filled with it. And it was because the target, the angle of the target that was in front of them or it wasn't on the in front of them. It was like on the side off to the side. And eventually they, you know, called a ceasefire because they had to re-angle the target. But it was just it was like people were getting hit in the arms with it. And I mean, it was like breaking skin and you know, so I mean, yeah, you definitely want to be choosy as to like what you're putting on your face and, and protecting your eyes with. And Gators has you covered in that department, but also you want to look sexy on the range. Like you don't want to look like a big goofball. And so they also have you covered where, you know, their stuff's just it's it's good looking and it looks good on people. Check it out. Gators.com forward slash Ava 15. If you use that URL, you're going to get save 15 percent off. Let's talk about some of the new products that you guys launched. I caught up with you guys at SHOT Show, and I had just finished a podcast with Gators, actually, and you guys weren't that far away from where they were set up at the booth in SHOT Show. And I was just kind of like wandering around, and then I was like, man, I actually, it was on my list to, you know, look at products and find something where I could work on my guns and not have to use my little cheap Walmart toolkit that's teal. (laughs) Could be worse. It could be pink. Uh, It's teal and I've had it for like years. And then I have like a few, you know, like punch uh, tools and stuff, like some stuff that I've gotten like in giveaway bags and stuff. And I'm like, all right, you know what? It's just, it's not cutting it anymore. And I've damaged quite a few of my guns too, because I didn't have a vice, you know, and and you put too much pressure or it's just, it's been kind of a mess. There's been a few casualties in my firearms. And so sure enough, I like, you know, stroll on by your booth. And I'm like, I was, I asked, uh, I forget who I asked. Who was the the VP that I initially talked to? Oh, I believe is I believe you were talking to Kenan. Uh, yes. Yes. And so he was really nice. And he was just like, yeah, we have this and that. And I was like, wow, this is so amazing. I'm like, do you mind if I record a YouTube video? And then I think he maybe, I don't know. He was like, yeah, here's Mike. He's our, he's one of our engineers. And so Mike did it. And Mike was like super knowledgeable, but also like, pretty well spoken for an engineer he wasn't you know you know how engineers can be a little like not so great when it comes to communicating and stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like a little awkward yeah. um but he wasn't at all and i was just like so impressed with all of this stuff and i'm like wow all of this stuff is like a game changer and i've been familiar with your products for a while but it was like stuff that i'd see you know that a lot of people had 
you know, just your products. Like I remember like the smart bench block, like I've, you know, I've seen that. I saw like the mat that uh, has like the magnetic part of it, you know, so that you can put yep. all of your parts there. And you're not going to lose like, you know, little tiny parts and stuff when you're taking your gun apart. But, you know, like I said, if you guys have really stepped up your game, do you mind sharing with the listeners like what the 2024 products have been? And I know that some people are going to go directly to your website and try to look for it. It's not available on the website just yet, but it will be in the next few weeks to months, if that's okay Correct. to say. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so first, I'm glad that you, you've you actually familiar with some of our products. And some of the products you brought up have been um, some of our more popular products. But uh, for this year, for 2024, we came out with about 25 new products. Wow. Um, so now our entire SKU or our entire product line is 246 products total. And one of the, th our biggest thing that we came out with was the Bormax Master Cleaning Kit and Mobile Workstation. And the whole thought process that, that went in behind this was, you know, there's a lot of people who, you know, they're, you know, they're doing barrel break in or they want to clean their rifle at the range. Well, how do we make sure they have everything they need at the range to clean their rifle, but also give them um, a stand, like a little gun stand. So we got gun yokes that are built into the stand, lift up and you set your rifle in there. And then we got a, our Smart Assist accessory pack, which our Smart Assist is a uh, three pack. It's a light, a magnifying glass, and a cell phone holder. Which and I all, love, by the way. Yeah, they're super cool. And I tell people, everybody keeps like, it's so you can watch how-to videos. And I'm like, everybody I know, it's so you can create how-to videos. So uh, however you want to look well, at that. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it could go both ways. You know, like yeah. if you want to record a video of like, hey, this is what I did, or you know, I know a lot of people, myself included, we get our knowledge from YouTube. We watch a video on it. And it's like, okay. And it's so much better than a manual because you have somebody right there showing you exactly what to do. And yes. so it's either way, it's convenient to have that, that cell phone holder because you're, you know, you could just, it's right there in front of your face. And then even the magnet and the light, you know, you can get like real up close and see exactly what you're looking at. I mean, I don't know about you, but as I get older, I've noticed my eyesight is not what it used to be. <laughs> I, I, I'm refusing to give into this yet. So uh, I'm just going to wait till I'm actually blind before I say as I get older. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will say that I've gone away from using red dots on rifles to more magnification now. Mm -hmm. uh, so maybe that's me compensating for my eyes. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about those off, off the wall here. But uh, I mean, let's yeah, just, so, we could just say that it's, it's trendy now. Yeah, it's trendy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, so we got light built in there and then um, also inside of there, you have everything you need to clean your pistol from a 22 up to a 45 caliber. So you got a jag and a brush with patches. Then you got uh 223 up to 30 cal for jag and brushes. And then we also have a 12 gauge and 20 gauge. Uh, we have a bore guide that's in there. That is a spring loaded bore guide that will work on long action, short action rifles. But it also works on your AR-10s and your AR-15s, uh, which there's not a whole lot of bore guides that will do that work on all four of those platforms. Then we've got some steel picks in there, and then we have some plastic picks with some brushes in there. So it's really a, an entire kit that sits inside of a case that is water resistant, and it will uh, go from your kitchen table to your garage, from your garage to the range, or to hunting camp. 
Um, it's really set up to be mobile and take everywhere you need it to go. And you can work on, like I said, pistol, bolt, action, shotgun, ARs, kind of whatever it is you're looking for. I've actually thrown my 50 cal in there because I wanted to test how, you know, the strength of it and how it worked. It's uh yeah, we're we're really, really proud and excited for this product. Mm-hmm. Um right there. So that's our big one. And then you brought up our smart block, our smart bench block. Mm-hmm. We came out with a new bench block this year because that, that smart bench block is yeah. is still one of our number one selling products that we have. But the one complaint we've always got was I wish it was bigger. It's yeah. not really a complaint as much as like it's just a wish list. So we designed a bigger block this year. And the block will take a subcompact pistol all the way up to a full-size pistol. We put some longer, instead of doing circles for you to punch pins and stuff out, we actually put some longer slots in there. Um, so it makes it a lot easier for you to throw your your slide or your slide or your frame or whatever it is up there. And you're not having to search for the hole. You just know you got these really long grooves on the back or you know underneath there and you can drive everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, we also wanted it to be able to work on bolt guns and gas guns so we made some two grooves in there that got some bigger cutouts that you can throw your bolt actions or just your bolts in there and change out your pins so you can drive out the pins change out your extractor your injector whatever it is you're looking to do there we got some clamps that'll hold everything down so no more you know products sliding around i've seen some manufacturers who use our blocks for uh doing their pinning wells on their four day half inch barrels Hmm. So some of these clamps would work great to hold the barrel down as they're doing a lot of their work. So we really tried to think outside the box, like I said, and then bring in a lot of the things that we heard that people were like, hey, I like that this or I like that that. So we built a bigger block and then we took that block and then we added a whole kit to it. So on the bottom of it, when you take the top off, you can actually get 18 inches. You get a hammer and you get some tweezers. And then, of course, you got those clamps again. So there's like two products that came out of one and kind of gives everybody a different option of what they're looking to do. Yeah, it's definitely a time saver because if you I mean, if you think like take my, you know, my situation, for example, I spend more time looking through my tool bag trying to figure out how I could snaggle, you know, get away like around this without using an actual like tool for the gun and you know, and it just takes up time. So it's nice that you have like everything's packaged compactly and, you know, it's like a nice little package. It's all right there. And you're not just like, you know, digging through a bunch of stuff looking for each tool. And I don't know. I've just, I was like really impressed. Like I got to say, like, this was probably the highlight of SHOT Show is looking at these products and finding out more information about it. And I've just been like so excited ever since. Like you just, you look at this and it just like makes you want to work more on guns. It actually, your cleaning kit makes you want to actually like clean your gun, which I will say I rarely do. I'm the worst <laughs> at, for me being so like OCD, total germaphobe, my house, like any given day looks like a model home. You could eat off the floor if you wanted to, yet my guns are like so neglected. And and it's just because like, uh, I don't want to get the whole thing out. And it's yep. just like such a production, whereas like you guys made it just so convenient. Yeah, no, I um I always tell people, you know, like we are in the non like sexy part of the industry, right? Like everybody wants to get a new gun and post video and pictures about it. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to, you know, show the videos and stuff of them at the range of doing everything. But nobody ever wants to actually show anybody cleaning the gun or anything like that right Right. so for me i was like hey nobody cares about this nobody really wants to deal with it so 
we need to make this as quick and easy and convenient as possible so people can get back to doing what they actually enjoy and what they love. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of just that philosophy here where we're labbing is to try to always make everything fast and convenient. So it gets the job done and you can get back out on the range, do what you love and what you actually want to be doing. Uh -huh. uh, so that's kind of gone into a lot of our product line. And I think this isn't a new product, but it's something I always like to talk about. Um, and it's something that we're actually sending you. It's the uh, our master gun vice. And yeah, I know you, you play around with that a little bit at real, or at, in our real lab. Yeah, that is a game changer. And the fact that, so I don't know the correct terminology, but it has like that ball in there. And so you're able to move it in so many different directions. And it even, I mean, I saw you guys just like lock the barrel in there and nothing else. And like the fact that it's like, it doesn't move, you know, I was like kind of shaking it a little bit and it held up well. Like you could just tell, like it's just good quality parts. Yeah, so it's a ball and socket type vice. Yes, that's uh, what it is. Which, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know. So, it has like a ball in it, it rotates, and it's so cool and fun. <laughs> yep, yep. Ball and socket type vice. And what you always hear is people complain, like, well, like I've used a ball and socket type vice before for whatever project, but as soon as I apply any type of torque, it wants to move, or you know, any pressure to it, it wants to move. So if you're building an AR, which you're, you're let's say an AR-15, your barrel nut specs, Depending on the manufacturer, it could be anywhere from 40 to 84 pounds of torque. Most ball and socket type vices are going to move when you apply that. So we actually put two grooves on the bottom of that ball, and then we created a pin. It's called our torque lock pin that actually intersects with those grooves, and it will allow you to apply up to 100 foot pounds of torque on the vice, wow. uh, which allows you now to build ARs, build bolt guns, work on your pistols, your shotguns, everything it is. But because it moves 360 degrees and then you can also lay it down uh, horizontally while it's on the bench and still spin it around, do a lot of work. For me, when I came from JP, where my normal build time in an AR was roughly 45 minutes, mm -hmm. the first time I built an AR on the on the Master Gun Vice, I did it about 10 to 15 minutes faster. Wow. Because... It's just so convenient that you can spin everything around fast, lock it down where it needs to be. Um, we have very specific jaws for very specific jobs. So it just increases everything you do. And now, you know, I'll walk into my gun room and I'll see my eight-year-old, you know, daughter in there and she'll have, she'll be making some necklaces. She's using the vice <laughs> because she'll put, she'll put the string and all that into the vice and have it laid down. And then she, you know, she's throwing all of her beads and stuff on there because it's just so convenient with everything you do in life. It's yeah. just the way it works. I call it like, it's like you're that helping hand mm -hmm. that you never really knew you needed, but you've always kind of wanted it. You just didn't know you actually needed it until you have it. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I'm going to take another quick break. Talk about Mantis. Do you have any experience with Mantis by chance? I do. I have a Mantis, and it stays in my uh, competition rifle with, for dry fire. Oh, what is it? The Blackbeard? I do. Yeah, I've got a Blackbeard. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, well, what I love about it is, you know, you just take out your bolt carrier group and the charging handle and then slip in the Blackbeard or the Blackbeard X and then uh, change out the magazine, which is the battery pack. But you can train using your same trigger. So it's not like you're using some toy gun and it's like, okay, cool, I have that down. But 
it's definitely very useful. And I feel pretty confident saying that like, even if you're using it just for like five or 10 minutes, like it greatly improves. Like sometimes I'll use it before I go to the range so that I don't really have to warm up, you know, waste ammo on the range and stuff. Like I'm just like, cool, throw me in and I'm like ready to go. And it would make sense, you know, if you use it for your competition as well. And I imagine, you know, you probably don't get out and practice as much using real ammo. So not, yeah, not, not anymore. I don't, I used to, yeah. uh, but now I, I do like the Mantis, it travels, you know, it comes in a pretty cool little case mm-hmm. and it's, you know, low profile. So I throw it in my suitcase. Um, I can fly everywhere I go. And if I'm taking any of my guns, I just fly with that. And then in my hotel room, you know, even at, after shot show, I was going to my hotel room, and I was doing dry fire up there and I had my Mantis in one of my, in my uh, competition long range AR. Dang. And I was doing my dry fire, and there was some of my dry fire targets working on positional stuff. So that's what you were doing. I find that it, you were doing that in what? Vegas. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't. I would have been so exhausted when I got back to my hotel room. I was just like, "Yep, nope." I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> so, kudos to you. I mean, it's yeah. it is that easy, and it doesn't require a lot of effort to just you know to to do that dry fire practice. But yeah, that's that's yeah. impressive. Well, so what I found with it. And you'd stop me if I'm going too far into this. But what I found is that like a lot of times guys go into dry fire and even with the pistol, because I know they got the little sensor on for the pistol as well for mm-hmm. Mantis that yeah. I run on one of my pistols. But if you don't have anything on your your pistol or your rifle when you're doing dry fire, it's easy to build up bad, like bad habits because you're trying to push through it so fast. Yeah. Right. Everybody's all about speed in their dry fire. And then they'll show up to the range after like, you know, here in Minnesota, we don't. You know, we're going to get to negative 60 sometimes, so we're not outside shooting. Yeah. So they'll go like three months without actually going to a range and competing outside. They're just doing dry fire. And they're like, oh, I'm ready to go. Then they show up to the, you know, first outdoor match and they just shoot horrible. And it's like everything they've been doing, everything that they're working on has kind of gone down range or downhill, I should say. And it's because keeping those fundamentals and staying true to those fundamentals is really hard to do if there's nothing there to, to keep you accountable for your, you know, trying to push through everything. The Mantis, though, if you use it, it actually keeps track of, you know, you can score, you can get scores on there. They got different games for the pistol. And then on the rifle, if you pull, if you know, if you really jump that trigger, you like push that trigger, you'll see the dot as it comes out from that little laser. You'll see it go off target and you know you miss. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's my big thing about it is like it, it holds me accountable throughout my dry fire, no matter what I'm doing. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, guys. So check it out, mantisx.com. Another thing I thought was interesting. So when I talked to Mike, he said he's one of the engineers, but you guys had a lot of engineers. Was it like, how many people? I, I, um, now, now I'm trying to count. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six, nine. Yeah, we got nine engineers. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah. I, honestly, if you think about it, like even just kind of coming up with these ideas and being as you know creative, like, okay, how are we going to make it easier and just constantly staying on top of it? And I mean, it it's, can't be an easy job, but I mean, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's not in, there's a lot of, there's a lot that goes into it. So when I'm not doing marketing, I mean, you know, I'm doing the product management, so I'm working on that. And we are right now working on some of our products for like 2028 wow because a lot of the research that goes into some of the stuff we're doing it it just takes time you know trying to get your hand on every pistol or trying to get your hand on every rifle or 
making phone calls to different manufacturers or you know whatever it is we're trying to do there's a lot of testing and design and research that goes into it that it's you know for us we have found that it is way easier for us to look and develop a product road roadmap that goes trying to get it out to 2020 or 2030 so that way you know we're always just growing and pushing and trying to stay ahead of the competition a lot of work goes into it but we do have a phenomenal engineering team here that you know this is what they want to do this is what they love and they actually love being put to the test and trying to find a creative way to change something that's been out there for years yeah wow that's crazy though that you guys are already in like 2028 yeah yeah it's exciting though yeah Uh, but it's but i mean and i think that's why you'll see like when you were talking to mike feasel at the show he knew a lot about the product Mm mm-hmm because some of this product he's been seeing for, you know, two years. Yeah, already. that's true. And so everybody that was at the show, even including my pro staff guys that came in, they've been looking or had hands on with a lot of the product before they got to the show, whether it was prototypes or they've been on phone calls with our PD team working on some of the designs or talking about things that they love or they don't love about a certain product, whether it's ours or somebody else's that's really kind of what helps us have a really good understanding idea of what's going on with some of the products and helps Mike Fees will be able to jump on screen with you and be able to talk about product because he, he just knew it. Yeah. Huh. Very interesting. And then you were nice enough to give us a code for any listeners who want to take advantage um, and, and purchase product. And so the code is GUNFUNNYRA24, correct? Correct. And what does that get them? So that is, uh, it's good for a year for any of your listeners can use it for a year and it is a 10% off discount or 10% off code for any product they want to get off our website. Okay, cool. And then if you guys, I know that's like a lot to remember, which, what does the RA stand for? If you don't mind me asking? Real Avid. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I, I give, um, her name's Margaret. She's uh, the marketing associate here. I give her a hard time because she always puts that in there. Yeah. And it's like her thing. That's how she knows. Like anytime a code comes through, she'll be like, I didn't make that. Yeah. She's so like, it does R-A not have yeah. the RA in it. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. So, um, but if you guys don't remember uh, Gun Funny RA24, it is in the show notes. And so you guys can take advantage of that 10% off as well. Well, wrapping up, is there anything like any future plans that you can share with us for either yourself or Real Avid? Um, we're real avid. I'm trying to think. I can't really say anything about real avid just because, you know, some of our competitors out there yeah. listen to you. But I am, though we just came out of SHOT Show and I loved all the products we brought this year. And I, I mean, I only talked about three out of, you know, 24, 25 that we have. Yeah. I'm really excited for 2025's product line. It's something I've been involved in since I started here. And, it's going to shake up kind of the, the I guess, the market for what, what we do and everything we're at. And, um, you know, I think we're going to have more more companies, more competitors with their eyes on us and want to know what we're up to come 2025 SHOT Show. Wow. All right, cool. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. All right. And for those who want to check out the website and follow Real Avid on social media or even yourself, I'm assuming... You don't mind if people follow you as well? No, I, I love it. People come hang out with me and we can talk. I don't I don't post as much on my personal account as much like as I used to. Yeah. I have found that when I'm trying to run multiple 
uh, social media accounts, the last thing I want to do is go home and do a yeah. home account at that point. <laughs> Makes perfect um, sense. Yeah. I mean, it, I usually have a lot of people that follow me just so they can ask questions on whether it's uh, competition related or any of the brands that I represent. You know, some people have questions on that stuff or even how to get into competition or a way that they can train at home or things like that. Like I'm always game to help people in the sport grow and hopefully find something they love and be more passionate about it. Okay. And so what's the website and the social media handles? Uh, so it's realavid.com. Uh, that was pretty easy. And then our social media is just uh, at realavid on uh, Instagram and realavid on Facebook. And then my uh, personal Instagram is 2A underscore Dustin. All right. Perfect. So, yeah. All right. Thanks, Dustin. All right. So moving on with the rest of the show, IWI. We actually have a mutual friend, Jeremy, at IWI. I don't know. I mean, I guess we call him our friend, even though he's very mean to us. But uh, <laughs> I, I think that's why he's our friend. I, I know. think he's nice to us. I, I would have zero interest in talking to him. Right. Well, I, I would also think that he probably doesn't like us, right, if he was nice to us. Mm. I think he's exactly. he's definitely the type of person that, like, if he's not mean to you, he doesn't really like you. <laughs> That's like, true. for sure. That is the most accurate thing I've ever heard uh, said about Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any favorite products with IWI? Uh, the Galil Ace. Yes. Uh, a big, yeah, big fan of it. Which one? Which one? Like the Gen 1, Gen 2 pistol rifle? Gen 2. Gen 2 rifle. Yeah. Yeah. I have the Gen yeah. 2 pistol and it is by far one of my favorites. Yeah, they're so cool. I want to SBR one. Oh, I so I have the SBR uh, X95, and oh. it's just, yeah, it it took me a while to get it. I told Jeremy a while back that I wanted it, and he's like, all right, well, you know, they don't really, they're not that common. And I was like, it's fine. I'll wait for it. And I waited quite a while, but sure enough, I finally got it, and I was just really excited. But, Looks like I need to take a road trip down to where you're at when you come back into town. So okay. Yeah, sure. I share. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if you guys want to check out IWI's products, they're just putting out some really nice stuff. And then when I talked to Jeremy at SHOT Show, he was saying that they have a Cerakoter and he's just like that guy. I mean, they had the caramel on display and it looked like a cardboard box, like the way that it was painted. I mean, they're just like spitting out some like really cool designs on top of that. So if you also want, you know, something other than like your typical black FDE ODG um, and you want something Cerakoted, uh, definitely check out their website because they have a few one-of-a-kinds available as well. And that is IWI.us. Remember, if you find anything in their accessories page in their web store, you can use the code GUNFUNNY15, and that's going to get you 15% off, and it's all one word. Politics. What is going on in the world today? It's political Today in politics, so ATF whistleblower reveals plan to ban private sales. Last week, whistleblowers within the ATF revealed that a 1,300-page document is being drafted right now that allegedly justifies a proposed rule that would effectively ban private gun sales. This was revealed to the Watchdog Group, 
empower oversight by two separate sources. I've talked previously about how ATF has used language in the so-called bipartisan Safer Communities Act to drastically expand who is in the business of selling firearms and their latest rule, which changed the definition of a dealer. A bunch of us warned about it at the time, but rhinos foolishly passed the wasteful spending and laid the groundwork for ATF to keep overreaching. This new regulation will certainly build on that, but is reportedly far more extreme. We don't have any specific documentation available yet, but we know a few things. The Biden administration is directing ATF to draft this new rule. The goal of it is to effectively ban all private sales of firearms between citizens. Every single sale would require a transfer. The draft document is being overseen by Senior Policy Counsel Eric Epstein. Epstein previously worked as the Phoenix Field Office's Division Counsel for Operation Fast and Furious. A rule like this is not only a violation of the Second Amendment, but a deliberate and blatant attempt to defy the separation of powers in the Constitution. The president and ATF have no legislative authority that is strictly the purview of Congress. In spite of the blatant unconstitutional nature of such a rule, they will shove it through in spite of opposition, and it will take us years to fight in court, just like they're counting on for the myriad of other unconstitutional rules and laws pushed recently. They're counting on being able to change the makeup of the Supreme Court before the cases get to them. When asked about the new draft rule, ATF would only direct press to the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. They added the proposed rule would amend the regulations applicable to the Gun Control Act by, among other things, conforming those regulations to the new BSCA definition and clarifying the conduct that presumably requires a license under the amended definition. Unlicensed dealing undermines the public safety measures required for federal firearms licensees. Empower Oversight sent a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland and the ATF Director Dettelbach demanding records and communications about the plan, including from the White House and the agent in charge of drafting the rule. Word is we'll see more of the rule before the election, so stay tuned. But it's also that time of year where right now there's a lot of proposed bills and stuff also coming out locally. So definitely stay tuned for that and keep your eyes eyes open. It's really important now more than ever, especially this time of year, to contact your representatives and let them know how you feel, you know, because I'm a strong believer in power of numbers and that we have the ability to change things. Just whatever you do, just do not get complacent. Dustin, you want to add anything? I just had a question of what your thoughts are about the ATF being allowed at SHOT Show. Nah. That's really awesome. That's really all I got. I mean, I'm just sad that I, I wasn't like witty enough to bring a shirt, you know, that says something bad about the ATF and then go and take a picture next to their, uh-huh. you know, their booth. But um, yeah. I mean, like, I don't think that they shouldn't be allowed. Like, ultimately, the whole reason for them to be around is to make sure that, like, you know, things are ran well and, and that we're like doing our job and stuff. But like at this point, they've become like they, they shouldn't even be an enemy. Ideally, they shouldn't be the enemy. They should, we should all just be working together and stuff. But now it's like, I mean, they're total jerks. Like they're just, they're overstepping they're overreaching and everything that they're doing is just constantly, I mean, they are the enemy. And uh, I mean, and they're just, they're constantly like making law-abiding citizens into felons. And yeah, it's. 
and that's my only deal. Like my deal with them being at Shot Show, it's like I don't. For me, it's all you're doing is attacking everybody that's at this show, mm-hmm. right? So for me, that's my only deal. Because every time I see them, I'm like, oh, they're here. But yeah, I agree. We should be working together with them and trying to figure out a way to just you know do things better, not make it where you want to say all of a sudden a pistol braces. Yeah. Um, against the law we all become felons yeah millions of people own them yeah exactly i mean ultimately i think you know if they're going to be there like there's tons of people ffls that attend shot show and if they're like hey you know i had a question about this or you know when i do my paperwork is it like this or whatever i mean regardless i think like having atf in general it just kind of is sort of against the second amendment as it is but I know lots of ATF agents who got into the industry because they were like, yeah, we want to keep guns out of criminal hands. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, I respect that. Like you're trying to make the world a better place. I mean, ultimately, that's why we have guns is, you know, to fight criminal activity, but also, you know, to keep the government in check. And Man, look at you going all logical here. I was just trying to be a little bit emotional about. That. No, I'm Man. just. I'm like, look, you know, let's be let's be reasonable here. Like, I'm not just going to be like, oh, screw the ATF. They shouldn't be here. But I mean, I understand like their job, but it's like they're just they're completely overstepping boundaries at this point and they're not doing anything to help us. They're, you know, all of these laws that they're putting out, it has nothing to do with keeping guns out of criminal hands. It's just making tons of law abiding people, you know, criminals. Yeah. And it's, it's just like it's infuriating. Yeah, I, and I mean, I think everywhere we walk, though, we have a bunch of a bunch of people that are. They say they're trying to keep on our criminals' hands, but that that's not what they're doing. When we just look at the entire political scene, and, mm-hmm. you know, here here in Minnesota, we're dealing with a lot of stuff where we have some manufacturers here that are looking to change to go to a new state. Yeah, because of some of the rules they're trying to push through here in Minnesota would make it where you can't even manufacture here in Minnesota. So. And the ATF is kind of backing some of that stuff up here, at least in Minnesota, from some of the stuff we're reading and we're hearing coming out right now. So, yeah, um, it's, it's really just too bad. And I get it. Like you can escape a state, you know, let's say you're in Washington, you're like, all right, let's move to Texas. But I think at this point, like, I don't think any state is safe. You know, I mean, it's just a matter of time because it's just everywhere. And they're literally just copying and pasting all of these, you know, like what they're pulling in California and Washington and you know, New York and stuff. I mean, they're just taking out one state name and adding another state name. And and I mean, and it's done so sloppy too, that it's pretty obvious that, you know, what they're doing is just a really sloppy copy and paste job. But, and if nothing else, I mean, ATF is government and these are the people that like we have to uprise against. This is, they're literally the reason why we want guns because of their overreach. No, I I agree. But, but we can go to a positive note, you know, on this is that California doesn't have to do a background check to get their mm-hmm. ammo. That was just shut down. I so know. See, there's some, we got some positivity coming out of this brief part of the conversation. I know, right? I actually just <laughs> told my friends in California that yesterday and they were like, yeah, cool, great. You know, like, oh, wow, this is so great. I mean, it is it is a win and Judge Benitez is like kicking his, you know, he's, he's yeah. busting his butt to like work in favor of California. So it is nice. I don't know how long it's going to last, unfortunately. But I mean, there has been some wins. There's also been a lot of wins just in the fact of like constitutional carry. Who would have thought Mm -hmm. that in 2024 there would be, what is it, 26, 27 states now that have constitutional carry? 
So more than, yeah, so more than half of the states, which is, you know, a pretty big win. Yeah. So I don't know. But that said, again, the worst thing that any gun owner can do is just be complacent. So just keep your eyes open and be mindful of all of the stuff, because now is the time that they are introducing these bills and that people are voting on. This segment is brought to you from Rose by Sig Sauer. I'm here with Amy Kruger. We met at the Nashville Rose Retreat. And to follow up with our third set of questions, our last questions for you, Amy, I have to ask, so have you kept in touch with anyone from the retreat? I have. In fact, um, I just got done having a phone conversation with one of the members of the community that I went on the retreat with yesterday. But yes, I definitely keep up with some of the women from the retreat. And that has been one of my favorite parts of the trip as well is, you know, getting to not only meet these other women that have something in common with me, but, you know, I truly believe that, you know, I made some lifelong friends on that. Yeah, absolutely. I have to ask, was that person that you spoke to, was it Alma? It sure was. Yeah, she is a sweetheart. We had her on a few weeks ago on Gun Funny. And you guys were the two people that actually won the free trip. And it's just kind of so nice to see like SIG reward people that, you know, are in the community group. It really doesn't affect you. You know, it's not like you're getting anything from it. Like if you're, you know, commenting on people's posts or just being active, helping them and all that. So it was kind of nice that they just like rewarded you guys with that for being so active and encouraging, which I have to say, like you two were probably the sweetest ones on the trip. That said, I don't think anyone on the trip was not sweet. Like, you know how you all admit, like I was kind of like, okay, we're going to go on this retreat and it's going to be like 30 women. Great. (laughs) You know, (laughs) brings me back to my, uh, you know, when I went to college, my freshman year, I went to an all women's school and oh boy, it was, it was a little, you know, (laughs) there was some, there was some like learning uh, curves there, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, everybody was really nice and really sweet to each other. And it is kind of nice to see everyone, you know, active in the Facebook group and then people that I've become friends with, like on, you know, social media and stuff and and just kind of seeing their journey. It's always nice too. What would you say, you know, what was the most that you took away from the retreat? I would say that probably, so I know it's important to to face your fears, but I think it kind of gave me the idea that you don't necessarily have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. You know, that you're, that there's, you've got supporters. That makes sense. Yeah. Nice. And then what would you, I mean, would you say for anybody who, let's say they have some experience or they don't have any experience, would you say that their retreat would be something that they should consider doing? Oh, for sure. I wish all of this, like I said, I'm still pretty new, you know, I'm still learning things. But I had wished all of this had been available to me from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have ended up with that little LCP. Yeah, but, I know. But you know, all jokes aside, like it just would have, I, I can 100% tell you that if this program and I, I hate calling it a product because to me it's so much more. And I think to other women it is too. Mm-hmm. It's so much more than a product. 
you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I love the rose gold, but it's not even about that. It's about the resources in the community. And I can 100% tell you that I would not have waited so long after getting my license to start carrying on a daily basis if I had had this available to me. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. All right. Well, Amy, I guess that concludes our series with you. I really do appreciate your time. And for anyone else who wants to find out more about the SIG Rose, just visit sigsour.com forward slash Rose. And then don't forget to join us in that community group on Facebook. Just search for Rose Community. And then Amy, once again, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Caldwell. So I also saw Caldwell at SHOT Show and told them about my new range, which is outdoors. Dustin, I don't know if you saw that, but my dad gave me a portion of his property and there's a range on it. Like he built up some berms and stuff like that. And I do have access to a few indoor ranges, but you can't really shoot steel or if you do, it has to be a rim fire. And so I had a bunch of Caldwell still out at my old range, but it was like an hour away. And like, it was just such a pain to get to. And so I like, I would rarely go, but now with my dad being about 20 minutes away, this is like so much more convenient. And Caldwell was like, yeah, just let us know. We'll send out, you know, new steel. Cause like some of the steel it's been sitting out there for like years. And I will say I kind of screwed up because I'm not the type that always like spray paints my targets after (laughs) shooting at them. And as a result, they rusted a little bit and I'm just like, oh boy, okay. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so I'm really excited for that. So if you guys are looking to outfit your range with a bunch of steel, Caldwell is the place to go. I mean, they have some really good quality steel, but they are probably the least expensive steel that I know of that is rated as high as it is. So check it out, caldwellshooting.com. Don't forget to use the code GUNFUNNY10, all one word, and you're going to get 10% off your entire order. I will say Caldwell does a fantastic job at giving back to like all the different shooting communities and sports. Yeah, so they really- they are actually very active with, mm-hmm. with lots of that. I always say there's stuff everywhere. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So if you, needed, if you needed another reason to go support Caldwell, I mean, it would be because they continuously give back and uh, help. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, absolutely. So do you, you got you got to play on a dozer out there. So you like do some cool stuff shooting from a dozer, do positional shooting, right? <laughs> no, I mean that's really cute that you think I know how to drive a dozer. But um, <laughs> my dad. Well, has... that would explain why that would explain why you rode in the bucket going. Yeah, your exactly. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, actually, I did uh, drive that one time, and I drove into a building. And it knocked it over. This was a few years ago. My dad's like, what are you doing? And I was like, sorry, dad, I confused the brake for the gas or the gas for the brake or whatever. And he wasn't very happy. So that's how my, uh, yeah, that was, that was my first and only time trying to drive that loader. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's good stuff. Hmm. Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. All right, Tacti Talk. So Henry is supreme. 
Unfortunately, lots of people talked really well about the Supreme lever action, but I unfortunately did not get a chance to check it out. Did you have a chance to go over to their booth and check it out? No, I did not. I was hoping to get over there. I want a lever action so bad right now. I know everyone is making uh, lever actions. And you know what? I realized it's because of all the new laws and stuff being passed, you know, and like everyone's like hating on ARs. So now people are like, okay, cool. Let's take a lever action, make it super tactical, make it accept AR mags. And I mean, again, like our industry is very smart. We're creative and we always get around sort of the laws. Um, And I think that that's why there's been so many lever guns that were launched this year because it's kind of... The direction that we're going yeah no there i think i mean there was definitely a time where lever guns are like oh that's such an old man's gun yeah now i look at them i'm like either i'm an old man now which she kind of hinted, hinted at earlier <laughs> or they're just looking cool and the fact that you can accessorize them and then use some of your ar racks man that's awesome okay dustin stick with me here for a second but what if we're getting old and the fact that because we're getting old our changes tasting and now we're into lever actions <laughs> i i'm gonna stay with them young yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right well that's good because i'm younger than you i'm assuming uh but anyway so henry definitely had probably one of the coolest designs it has a nice wooden stock and a foreign so you know looking at it, you probably just think like oh cool it's like that classic lever action but it does take ar mags it does not have a fixed tube it's also threaded so you can suppress it. Since no gas escapes before you open the breech, lever guns are very quiet suppressed. Inside the receiver, they've engineered a pretty awesome action with a sealed off internal hammer. There's also a linkage drive rotary bolt, very similar to like a mil spec AR bolt. Put that all together and everyone who tried it, I guess, reported that the action is just super like buttery smooth. Initially, it's available in 5.56 and 300 blackout. Who knows if that will change? And then even though the foreign looks like an old school wooden foreign, it's free floated, so it doesn't affect accuracy. The 5.56 version comes with an 18-inch barrel, and the 300 blackout comes with a 16-inch barrel. The trigger is match grade and adjustable from 3.5 pounds to 5 pounds. And then it comes with iron sights, and you can add a weaver rail on the receiver like their other guns. Price isn't finalized yet, but I would expect it to be probably under, give or take, $1,400. And they said that it should start shipping within a month. That's awesome. That's not bad. So I got, I, we can nerd out real fast if you, you're yeah. okay with that. Yeah, let's do it. Hijack your, I'm going to hijack your show a little bit. All right. So on a bolt gun, you know, there's no dwell time. So everybody would argue that bolt guns are more accurate because there's no dwell time uh-huh. versus an AR. So could you argue, because there's no dwell time with a lever action, could you argue that a lever action could be more accurate than an AR-15, especially because now it's got a free float right. uh, barrel? Yeah. I think we need to test this theory. We need to go that's actually, right. That's actually a good point. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and then can you imagine if like people are just like, eh, you know what? Too many politicians are coming after the AR. Like, whatever. Let them have the AR. We'll, you know, work on something else and... I mean, lever actions, you can't really shoot as fast as an AR, like if you're doing like a mag dump or something. But I'd imagine just like Jerry Mikulik with his revolver, you can get pretty good, you know, pretty quickly. Like you could shoot it pretty. Yeah. I would argue you could run the bolt gun faster than, oh, sorry, the lever gun faster than the bolt gun, though. Just because of the ergonomics of the whole thing. 
Hmm. So I think this is something that needs to be tested. All right. Well, when you come to Colorado to use my guns, we can test it together. Man, I love using everybody else's guns. So let's make this happen. All right. But look, you got to clean them after, okay? <laughs> I will. Uh, I'll bring somebody from Real Avenue to clean them yeah, for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bring a, bring my friend, you know, my, yeah, my engineer you. friend. <laughs> yeah. I got you. He needs, I'm going to tell him that's for research. Or, or really, you should bring Kenneth because one thing, like, okay. So I didn't realize that Kenneth was a BP and I asked him to, you know, do my, uh, my camera work. But, if nothing else, I feel like that says a lot about even the company that it's just like, hey, you know, people there, regardless of what position they're in, they're not above it. And they're just like, hey, you know, if I have to take one for the team and, you know, do janitorial work or, you know, like this girl who thinks she's an influencer, you know, do her camera work, like, all right, whatever, I'm going to do what I got to do. And like, I just <laughs> felt like that, like spoke volumes about the company, too. And like, everybody was so nice when I came back, like, Two days later, everybody's just like so nice and like just I, I don't know. I was like, I really like these people. Yeah. I uh that is true about the atmosphere here, right? It's um though there is a hierarchy, I like to say there is a hierarchy, but it's pretty flat. Yeah. Because we can't do anything without everybody having their like certain position, their certain job to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think really the way everybody here works are We've got a lot of freedom to kind of come and go as we please. And I think it, as soon as you bring somebody in that's a micromanager and this is his job and this is all he's going to do, I think that's when you'll start seeing some issues. But Cannon, yeah, he, there's very few people in the company that are above him. And uh, when I was I was shooting a video and I looked over and I saw he was holding camera. Hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm like, look at that guy. He's over there working. I like it. <laughs> and it wasn't even a short video either. Like the poor guy's like holding his arms out, you know, for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Oh, I know. I so everyone's like, like you let, and they're like, oh, so so came over, and I was like, oh, cool. And then I saw like you posted the video, and I was like, oh, that was a big video. Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty big video. I mean, well, what people don't realize is initially he started filming and he was doing it, you know, horizontally, and then before you know it, he like changed it to vertically midway. And I looked and I was like, oh, it's vertical now. I'm like, we got to redo it. So. <laughs> So he didn't make the best camera guy, you know, but I mean, he's still like he did. He did well. But yeah, so I think the video that I put out was like 16 or 17 minutes long, but it ended up being, you know, at least 20 plus minutes that he was holding that camera because we had to start over. <laughs> well, don't worry. We're we're sending him to uh, some, you know, educational classes on how to shoot videos yeah. <laughs> next year. We won't we won't have any of those issues. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right, Smith and Wesson. If you're looking for a new 22 mag, definitely check out the MMP 22 Magnum from Smith and Wesson. The new 22 mag includes the tempo barrel that they developed for the 5.7, which means recoil on this is going to be pretty much non-existent since the tempo barrel keeps the action locked up until the bullet passes the gas port. Did you have a chance to check this out? It's actually like pretty genius. No. So, you know, working shot show means I don't really get to go around and visit anything. So I'm, I'm getting caught up by reading your show notes last night, like reading everything being like, oh, cool. This is... I didn't get to see this. Oh, this this came out. Well, it it came out it came out last year, 
But it's just, I mean, it's like a really cool technology because literally the bowl, like it doesn't detach. So as a, like, there's just no movement until after mm-hmm. the bullet exits the the muzzle. So it's just like, I don't know, it's like, it, it feels like you're just shooting a water gun. But yeah, so now they added to that and they include a 22 Magnum. The only difference is it doesn't have a threaded barrel like it does with the 5.7. So you can't suppress it, but who knows, maybe they'll offer that in the future. If you want to check it out, MSRP is 649 and you can check it out at smith-wesson.com. But can you take the barrel to a gunsmith and have him thread it for you to your... Yep. I mean, anything is possible, right? Mm. See, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just letting people know there's, there's ways you can get this threaded. There is. There definitely is. I mean, I had, I had an AK that needed to be threaded. I'm like, I need to put a comp on here or something because this thing, I put a binary trigger in it and it felt like I was driving like an old truck going down a bumpy road. I was like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we need to fix this. I need to like, I need to thread this barrel and put something on it because it just was not the best to shoot. So yeah, anything is possible. Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome, as f- never mind. AF. Uh, so this uh, AF segment. So I just saw this on Instagram last night, and I told my editor, I'm like, oh man, we have to add this. Um, so have you ever heard the term birds aren't real? No. Are you for real? Yeah, yeah I'm for real. Like, so people people say that birds are like, they're really just like the government spying on us in the what? form of birds. Are, I can't are, believe you you've never... with, are you hanging out with flat <laughs> earth people too? I just can't believe you've never heard of this because I'm like, you know, it does kind of make some sense. All right. Well, no, never heard of it. All right. Well, I guess I won't go any further because you're totally judging, but sometimes you do kind of wonder. No, keep going. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm being um, educated. All right. So last May, police in Mumbai were called for a suspicious character at the port. Police detained the individual for eight months before clearing it. It wasn't a person, though, it was a pigeon. The pigeon's ordeal began when someone near the port noticed it had two rings tied to its legs carrying a message that looked like it was in Chinese. Police suspected it was involved and took it in since it was uh, a flight risk. Later, sending it to a pet hospital in Mumbai to care for it uh, while keeping it locked up. Eventually, after eight months of investigation, they discovered that it was an open water racing bird from Taiwan that escaped and made its way to India, which where I don't understand what is open water racing bird. I, I'm assuming it's kind of like what Mike Tyson used to do, how he was like racing his birds and they, they just use these to fly over like big bodies of the, you know, not huge parts of the ocean, but like this different so parts. Weird. They, I don't know. And there's, how do you, there's a whole thing about it. And like, like, how do you even train your bird to do that? Yeah, so I haven't heard of your little saying birds are real or anything, but have you not heard of pigeon racing? Okay, you know what? You're not going to throw it back at me and throw me under. It's like a, it's it's like a whole a whole thing. Like like Mike Tyson does this stuff. Well, I don't. I'm sorry, I don't pay attention much to Mike Tyson. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know. I'm just like okay, but if you can train a bird to race. You can train a bird to spy, and that is why I'm like, or you can, I wouldn't be surprised if the government is making fake birds and having them fly over certain areas to spy. Like, it just well, makes they, all the sense. But but there is, there's, um, 
man, there was an Instagram post I was reading. Because, you know, Instagram tells us everything we need to know. But somebody had made a drone that looked like a bird. Okay. And they were flying it into, like, areas to do stuff like this. Yeah, so, so. there you go. I'm sure they got the idea from the government. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so thankfully the pigeon wasn't harmed and it was transferred to the Bombay Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals who set it free last week. But apparently this isn't the first time that it's happened. There's been a few pigeons that have been arrested. If you guys wanted to Google that, it's kind of interesting. But yeah, it's, that's the world we live in. But I'm curious if you guys have heard of, you know, the saying birds aren't real. I mean, hell, even Amazon sells a shirt that says birds aren't real. In fact, I'm going to have one sent to you. I'm, I'm looking this up. And it's going to be hilarious because you're going to wear it. I, I will. I'll, I'll wear it in Germany. Mm, that would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm going to sh show up to Eva wearing my shirt that says birds aren't real. You should. People, you're going to get so many compliments on it and you're going to be like, wow, who knew that I was trending thanks to my friend Ava? <laughs> <laughs> I will give you all the credit. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. All right, guys, it's time to wrap up. We didn't have any iTunes reviews today, but. I do want you guys to know that I'm doing a giveaway. So once I reach 10 reviews in the next few weeks, I will be picking a lucky winner to win Gator's Eye Pro, which is a hell of a deal. So definitely get on that. All you have to do is if you have an iPhone, it's super easy. Just search for the podcast app, search for Gun Funny, scroll down. You'll see where it says reviews. Click write a review. You have to write a review. I can't just see like the star rating. And then you'll get entered. And then also on that note, check out my other podcast, Pew Pew Panel. It's pretty fun. We actually just, I just recorded a segment of a uh, what to include in your bug out bag and ways to make it a lot more affordable for people who don't want to spend, you know, more than $500. So, or if you do want to spend more than $500, we also included that as well. Um, and then if you enjoy the show, you want to support it, consider becoming a Patreon you could do so by going to the support the show link and making a one-time donation or a monthly donation, but you get access to our Facebook group, which is just a really fun group. We're always having fun in there. In fact, there are people in there that think that birds aren't real. And so that's kind of where <laughs> I learned it. <laughs> so I will blame the patrons for that. Also wanted to thank the $25 patrons who are Sake Holsters, Daniel Treadwell, Keith Callamore, Daniel Lee. Nick Theodosian, Tristan Smith, Melissa Writings, William Nave, and a new one, Patrick Comer. And hopefully I'm saying that right. And then King of the Patreon is still Jon Snow. And on that note, Dustin, thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful Friday, even though the show comes out Monday. I know you have a lot wow. going on. I definitely look I forward to trying out the Real Avid products. I'm going to set up a whole thing in my basement and it's going to be game on. And I'm going to know. I mean, essentially, I'm, I might as well call myself a gunsmith at this point, because once I 100%. have that, I'm basically going to be a gunsmith. So, yes. yeah. 100%. Um, and I expect like to see the coolest builds coming from me from now on. Oh, you're, people are going to be like, wow, who built that? And people are going to be like, the Ava Flav. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right. Can you just remind people once again, what is the website? What's your social media handles? And then that coupon code to save 10% off. 
Uh, check us out at realavid.com. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which is just Real Avid. And then if you want to hang out with my in my boring life, do what I do. It's 2A underscore Dawson. And then for 10% off, it's Gun Funny RA24. All right, perfect. All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. I will uh actually I have to record one more show before I go on vacation. So I was like, you'll hear me, you know, next week I'll be super refreshed, but not yet. But hopefully, you know, in a few more episodes. But I will talk to you guys next week. Dustin, thanks again. And we're out of here. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact. <laughs>